Happy game day, Seattle hockey fans. The Seattle Kraken will be hosting the Vancouver Canucks. And we know how this team is doing in the season overall. But what about the snapshot of the NHL 2023-24 season right now? Could that maybe benefit the Seattle Kraken? Let's talk about that and more on today's episode of Locked on Kraken. You are locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle? Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, where we bring you your favorite team every single day. I'm your host, Erica L. Ayala here. And um, listen, we have a lot to talk about. It is a game day. So we're going to get you ready as the Seattle Kraken, uh, as I mentioned in our open, host the Vancouver Canucks. Now, the Vancouver Canucks are a very good hockey team this year in particular. I'm going to go over everything that you need to know. We're going to hear from Brian Dumoulin. He has a milestone coming up. We're going to hear from Coach Hack, Dave Hackstall. And um, there is a theme going around, and it's understandable. This is something that Coach Hack has always done that most athletes do, and they're not so much focused on their opponent. And you're going to hear that message really brought home by Dave, by Brian, and likely we're going to hear it throughout the rest of the regular season because the Seattle Kraken, of course, are in a playoff hunt. Now, right now, they're really in the wild card hunt, and we'll talk about that. We'll go over the standings. You'll hear Dave talk about his process. That being said, even if the team isn't focused on Vancouver, that doesn't mean we can't talk about Vancouver on the Locked on Kraken podcast. So let's give you from the PR team for the Seattle Kraken the game notes for today or the side to side. You see this every day on a game day. I like to give this to you. And so we have the overall record. As I said, this is a very good Vancouver team. 80 points on the season. They're 37, 15, and 6 overall, comparative to 57 points in the standings for the Seattle Kraken with a 23 21 and 11 record. Vancouver is the road team. Their away record 18, 10, and 4. They're 19, 5, and 2 at home. So basically, they can win almost anywhere. They are very good at winning at home uh, or not losing. The Seattle Kraken are 12, 12, and 6 on the road and 11, 9, and 5 at home. We've talked about defending the deep which is the, ironically, the slogan and something that has been a little slow to catch on to the Seattle Kraken roster, if I do say so myself. But, but, you know, we'll take it for now. If you just look at wins, losses, they're at 500 um, on the road and above that at home. 
So this is an opportunity for the Seattle Kraken to really defend the deep again against a Vancouver team that maybe not playing the way that they want to play in their last handful of games. You can see in their last 10 games, they're five, four, and one. So showing that there's maybe a little chink in the chain. I talked about it on the episode earlier in the week that there was a wild pun intended game that they played against Minnesota earlier in the week, lots of goals, which could be a problem for the Kraken, but we'll get into that a little bit later, but also showing maybe a little bit of fatigue from this Vancouver squad. Maybe that, that, you know, there are ways to beat this team and, you know, you can get on a hot streak in wins, but you can also fall into a slump. So how can the Kraken capitalize on that, if at all? And we'll talk about why it's fun for us to talk about, but why I completely understand why the team isn't talking about that. When you look at the last 10 games for the Seattle Kraken, 4-4-2, you'll hear from Coach Hack talking a little bit about that. Yes, some disappointment to take the, the last game to overtime, but also liked that his team was able to get points in the last handful of games, which is critically important as they find themselves again in a wild card race at this point in the season. The penalty kill for the Vancouver Canucks, a 78.7% clip, the Seattle Kraken at 79%. And the power play, you know, serviceable for both sides for the most part, at least statistically speaking. You can see that both teams hovering in the low 20s, 23% on the nose for the Vancouver Canucks, 21.3% for the Seattle Kraken. And for me, what we need to see from this Seattle team is to do exactly what they say they're doing, which is to focus on themselves. And we talked about that, the overtime game the other day against the, the Red Wings, the missed opportunities. And I did get very critical, not just of defense, which you know I am want to do, in any sport, at any time, I'm always going to talk about defense. That being said, I feel I was justified, and I pointed out some things that actually Vince done. He stood out to me, even Matty Beneers at times, but collectively that I think the Seattle Kraken need to continue to work on if they want to be the type of team that can make a playoff push and, and find themselves in the playoffs. They have to start doing that stuff now. So those are some of the things that we're going to talk about. You're going to hear from Brian Dumoulin. He's coming up on a very important milestone. I mean, I think it's important. I guess all milestones are important kind of by nature. So we'll talk about his milestone. You'll also hear from Coach Hack. And then I'm going to give you a little bit of a sneak peek of what you can watch on tomorrow's Women's Hockey Spotlight for Locked on NHL. I got to spend basically the day at UBS Arena, which will host the 2026 NHL All-Star Weekend, but I was not there to take in an Islanders game. Oh, no, 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 no. I was watching PWHL New York. It was an overtime game. It was a thrilling game. And so much happened. I'll talk about a lot of that on the show, on, on the spotlight, and I'll have some more behind the scenes stuff for you, but you'll get the first look here on Locked on Kraken. So, all of that and more coming up on today's game day episode. 
Today's episode of Locked on Kraken brought to you by our friends at Ibotta. Now, grocery bills are super expensive these days, but now they don't have to be. Start getting cash back on your grocery shopping with the free Ibotta app and get cash back every time you shop. Do you love making money, but also spending money? Then Ibotta is for you. So Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. You can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. Now, there are other apps that will give you points that really don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, just add your offers in the app, upload your receipts, and you get real cash that you can cash out on uh, and you can cash out, excuse me, to your bank account, PayPal, or even gift cards. Join over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code LOCKEDONNHL when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play, download the free Ibotta app, and start earning cash back and use code LOCKEDONNHL. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use promo code Locked on NHL. Go make that money work for you, girl. Thanks as always for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily destination. Want to remind you that Locked on Kraken has the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now that channel is also available on Amazon Fire TV in the Fire TV channels app. That is Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top stories, the top sports stories of the day with local experts throughout the Locked On Network. And I already mentioned it, but Locked On NHL will have the Women's Hockey Spotlight tomorrow on Friday's episode so you can actually watch that on Locked On Sports Today along with our national shows covering every league. Well, every men's league, we're working on women's hockey, but uh, that's why you got to watch the spotlight. So find out uh, everything you need to know in the sports landscape on Locked on Sports Today. But for today, today, we are locked on Kraken. And that is because they have a big game against the Vancouver Canucks. And I want you to hear from Dave Haxtell. He talked to media after morning skate. Again, it's a nice stretch of home games here for the Seattle Kraken. So get some of that home cooking and um, getting an opportunity to put together some important wins. Uh, some things that stood out to me from what Dave was saying is, again, they are focused on themselves. They don't want to spend too much time looking at Vancouver or really looking at any of their opponents when they feel there are things in-house that they can uh, focus on. Not to mention that, again, that's been a little bit of the bugaboo. I've talked about self-inflicted wounds. I've talked about kind of lacking urgency and consistency. So, again, here's what Dave had to say at Morning Skate. 
I'll start right here. You were talking a little bit yesterday about uh, the young core and their maturation process and just kind of putting all that together. Uh, when you have these guys in this room who have been through this fire before, what do you like, what do you see that can give this thing this one serious push moving forward? Well, you don't make a push, a push in one day, right? Um, you know, we've we played pretty good hockey over the last uh, couple of months. You know, we've we've shown that uh, that there's some, you know, there's some grit, and uh, you know, there's there's some guys that are sticking together in our room here over the last couple of months, and been able to, you know, it's probably the last time I want to talk about it. You know, getting ourselves back to this point, you know, of of being in a playoff battle. Um, I mean, right now it's all about you know what we do. You know, from here on in, right, and that's you know our guys have shown that uh, that they have the ability to to stick together. Now we have to show the ability to continue to raise our level because that's what happens at this time of the league. I mean, as as this uh, as the stretch run occurs, the level of the league continues to get higher, continues to get more competitive. Um, you know, so that's that's the test that uh, you know that we look forward to here to this stretch. So you heard there from Dave and usually when he tells us he's not going to talk about something, he's true to his word. So don't expect Dave Haxtell for the remainder of this playoff push to really get into the playoff picture and things of that nature. I mean, I think also if we're, if I'm being honest, that it's, it's a lot of the same questions. Um, and it's not that those aren't there. They are, it, critically important questions. The the thing is that, and and every game we've heard Jared McCann say this, every game is, is kind of urgent here right now for the Seattle Kraken. So I don't want to make it sound like I'm being critical of the question being asked because it's the question, hey, we talk about it here on the show because it is the question, right? And every time you have an opportunity to talk about it, you have to talk about it. Now, I think what's a little bit different between um, – now and maybe having asked that question after you just played a game, you're coming off a game, is that, you know, the Seattle Kraken haven't played in a little bit, but there was also something later in Dave's comments where he was asked, do you get to watch these games and enjoy them as a fan or are you just kind of watching for business? And I think it's an interesting question, to be honest. And I thought Dave gave a great answer. He talked about how, of course, there's a love and a passion that he has for hockey. But at this time of the season that no, it's it's you're watching for business. He, he you know, he was asked that that question came on the heels of being asked if a part of his process was to keep up with the games, because, again, they haven't played in a little bit here. And, um, you know, him saying that, yeah, he's keeping up with the games. And then the follow-up was to say, is it for fun and leisure or is it all about business? But again, the Seattle Kraken, it's about business. We are trying to make a case for a wild card or even do better than that. That's going to be a big task. And statistically speaking, um, I believe mathematically, I should say mathematically speaking, it's possible. Statistically speaking, it's unlikely. And a lot of those self-inflicted wounds for the Seattle Kraken came early. And yes, I know the Seattle Kraken have been injured. We got injured and stayed injured for a really long time. And that certainly influenced what we were able to do. That being said, some of these losses came before the 
chronic injuries that the Seattle Kraken was facing. So just something to put into context. But uh, if we take a look at where the Seattle Kraken are right now in the standings, we're looking at a wild card spot. We have in the Western Conference, Dallas, Colorado, and the Winnipeg Jets are have those top three uh, spots um, in in the Central Division. And then in the Pacific Division, you have Vancouver, Vegas, and Edmonton with the top three spots in our division. So that leaves the wild card right now between L.A., St. Louis, Nashville, Minnesota, and the Seattle Kraken. So you've got one of the first wild card, if the season ended today, first wild card goes to a Pacific division opponent. That's the LA Kings. And then we have three central division teams that we have to beat out to try and get to a wild card spot. Kings have 66 points. St. Louis has 60 points, as does Nashville. Had that really great crossover with Ann Kimmel. And then Minnesota has 58 points in the standings. We have 57 points, as does Calgary. So not only do we have to leapfrog the Minnesota Wilds, who just got a big win against the Vancouver Canucks, but we also have to keep Calgary off our backs. And so getting points is critically important. Getting points in regulation is obviously what we want, but losing outright is really not an option right now for the Seattle Kraken. If we want to see this team control their own destiny and kind of speaking of whether or not you have control over your own destiny, it was interesting to hear, um, Brian Dumoulin speak. And so coming up next on Locked on Kraken, I want you to hear Brian talk about, you'll hear a little bit of what Dave said, but then you'll also hear him talk about his milestone that he is set to hit in tonight's game against the Vancouver Canucks. We'll have that coming up. And then I'll give you again, just a little sneak peek of what you can expect on the Locked on NHL Women's Hockey Spotlight on tomorrow's episode. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken brought to you by our friends at Indeed. If you need to hire, then you need Indeed. There are so many reasons why you might want some help hiring, especially if you are an entrepreneur, a small business, or really just starting to launch and leapfrog to the next stage of your business. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. One of the great things about Indeed is that you're joining over 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And because of the work that they've put into their algorithm and being in the in the business for so long, they can help you really move into the fast lane when it comes to your hiring. Listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your job more visible 
more visibility at indeed.com backslash locked on. Just go to indeed.com backslash backslash locked on right now and support our show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast. Again, that's indeed.com backslash L O C K E D O N terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, then you need indeed. Thanks as always for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily destination and a reminder that you can check out the Locked on Sports Today show, the 24-7 streaming channel available right here on YouTube and the Amazon Fire app. Um, And the great thing is that if you're watching Locked on Kraken on YouTube, you can get redirected right to Locked on Sports Today and find out what's on at this hour. And a reminder that the Locked On NHL show is a part of Locked On Sports Today and, of course, the Greater Locked On Podcast Network. And tomorrow, I will have the Women's Hockey Spotlight, our bi-weekly Women's Hockey Spotlight. And make sure you're checking out the YouTube channel and YouTube shorts because I'll have some of that BTS stuff leading into tomorrow's Spotlight segment. So before we do that, though, I have a few other stats and facts for you, but we're going to start with one that's always fun, and that is that Brian Dumoulin is set to play in his 600th career NHL game. He spoke to media about that at Morning Skate. Yeah, I I, I, uh, didn't really know until you guys were telling me and stuff like but, uh, I mean, it's pretty cool. Obviously, it's a great accomplishment, and I've gone through some injuries in my career, so, I mean, I'm proud of being able to play that many games, and um, I was just excited to play one game in this league, and, I mean, now it's been 600. It's been fun. It's been a fun ride, but I uh, don't want to stop there, obviously. That's a great point. What continues to fuel your passion, your love for the game every day when you play that many games? Yeah, I still love the game. I mean, I still, like, have the same hunger and desire, and, love for it as I did when I was a kid. I still love going out there. I love practicing. I love the training aspect. I love, uh, I mean, when I do get injured, uh, being able to rehab and find out more about my body and how I can recover. And it kind of taught me a lot of different things. So um, I still have a lot of love and passion for this game, and I try to get better every day. There is a great point about guys that just want to play one game in this league, and they can easily call it a career milestone here. What do you now what do you know more about this game that you didn't know back at game number one? Well, I think it's just the preparation for every game. And, and after having a lot of injuries, just what it takes to recover from them and then what it takes to, to prevent them also. And, um, I mean, some of the stuff, I, uh, it's, it's untreatable, it's unpreventable with getting my ankle cut. But um, I know I can recover and be stronger from that. Um, just mobility warm-up, just making sure that area is stronger, my knees are stronger, because once you have one injury, that's when things can trickle down and something else can start bothering you because of that one injury. So it's taught me a lot about my body and the road to recover and what I need to do to feel good and how do I need to prepare for games and practice. So um, it's been it's been a good ride. You did just find out that you're playing 600 games, but now that you know, is it important to mark this moment at all or do anything special? Uh, I mean, get a win. Obviously, that's the most important thing for me. I mean, I want to win every game, so um, that's that's my goal. That's I mean, uh, I don't really. I'm not a big individual milestone type of person. Um, I'll be satisfied when we win. Speaking of 
trying to go for the win, obviously, tonight. You're playing a very good team in the Vancouver Canucks. Just what do you know about their game? What do you anticipate out of them? And what's the best way to win? Yeah, they're, I mean, one, they have a really good power play, so we're going to limit their opportunities on that and try to not fuel them and their top players getting touches on that. And um, another thing I know, obviously, they've lost a few uh, recently, so they're going to be hungry and they're going to be a determined team. And um, no team likes to, to be on a losing streak at all like that. So we're going to definitely get a lot of urgency right from the drop box, so we've got to be ready. So congrats to Brian Dumoulin, 600 career NHL games. He's set to appear tonight for the Seattle Kraken. And, you know, he talked about one of the things that he likes, and this is kind of uh, Kobe Bryant, the late Kobe Bryant used to say this, but rehabbing is often something that athletes hate, but not Kobe. And there was a little bit of Mamba mentality in what Brian Dumoulin was saying in that what he has appreciated throughout his career is learning how to make his body stronger and making sure that he's building up muscle and he's building up stamina in certain areas so that if he, you know, finds himself with an injury, he can recover quickly, but also prevent long injuries and long absences from the lineup. And that's how, that's how you get to 600. My friend, a few other game notes, we have Vince Dunn that tallied his 40th point in the season with uh, an assist in Seattle's last game. Now, I was very critical of Vince Dunn. I still stand by that. But it's good to see Vince Dunn getting up into the offense. Dunn in this season has already uh, the second highest scoring season by a defenseman in franchise history. So here's hoping he can add to that tally. Staying with uh, the defense core... In addition to Brian Dumoulin, we also have Will Borgen, uh, who is one goal away from tying their career highs in goals with five for Brian Dumoulin and three goals for Will Borgen, respectively. So look to see our defenders, not just because of this stat line, but also because that's what, when we are playing our best, we have when we are fun, fast, and forward-checking, we're also getting our defensive guys involved. We're getting our D pairs involved in the rush in the offense. And so I will be looking to see if Dumo or Vince Dunn, um, or excuse me, or Borgen or Vince Dunn, any of our defenders, if they can hop up in the offense. But I mentioned it on the other episode earlier in the week. I did notice that there maybe was a little bit of pinching a little too much pinching low and deep into the zone by the defenders and maybe not communicating effectively either with their defensive partner or having that awareness for our forwards to then occupy that empty space that gave a lot of odd rushes for Detroit. And other than that, the Seattle Kraken were winning the statistic battles when it came to possession. So it's something I'm definitely going to keep an eye on. We also want to shout out that Jordan Eberle has 24 points, 13 goals, and 11 assists in his last 24 games against Vancouver, dating back to April 11th, 2015. That includes totaling 11 points, three goals, and eight assists in 10 games against the Canucks as a member of the Seattle Kraken. And Yanni Gord has four points in his last four games against the Canucks. So if we're going to get some motivation, if we're going to get some leadership, it might come from two of our alternate captains. Players to watch, 
McCann enters the game with a five-game point streak and only one point shy of tying his career-best six-game point streak set January 16th um, to January 28th. So would love to see McCann extend that streak. Brock Bozier on the side of the Canucks is someone to watch. Also worth noting that Dave Haxtell, you know I noticed this, but Dave mentioned that Vancouver's defense, especially because of how they're performing, I want to just make sure I get this right. Vancouver right now is a plus 54. They are a plus 54 right now. And so he said sometimes you overlook how good this team is defensively because of what they're doing offensively. But here's the thing. And sometimes you'll hear people say offense is the best defense. And often I think that's kind of a little bit of a throwaway, but if we're being honest, the possession, the four checking, the recycling, being able to regroup in your offensive zone. A lot of times defenders are being supportive of that. And if you can win that possession and then make good on your possession, that's how you can get a plus 54. That's how you can be with 80 points uh, through 58 games in a season. So it's not maybe clicking for Vancouver at this particular moment. And I would be okay if that trend continues. But overall, in the broad strokes of the season, the Vancouver Canucks, they are able to get it done, not just offensively, but they do the right things defensively as well. I love that Dave mentioned that. Closing out the show, I want to let you know a little bit. Um, I had some, I'm having a little audio issues um, right now on StreamYard, which is what we use for YouTube. So I, I, I was going to play these clips for you, but the audio is just not. I, I can get it better and it will be better for tomorrow. So I'm not going to show you some of the clips that I wanted to show you, but as I mentioned earlier on in the show on tomorrow's episode of locked on NHL for the women's hockey spotlight, I'm going to give you some snippets of my behind the scenes, taking you through a locker room tour at PWHL New York. And of course, PWHL New York plays not all, but some of their home games at UBS arena, which is the new arena. It's just as old as climate pledge arena, and it belongs to the New York Islanders and will host the 2026 NHL all-star weekend. So I'll show you a little bit of um, what the locker room situation looks like and how PWHL New York makes it their own. There are also some very interesting, very interesting conversations happening in the PWHL trades, releases, um, Black History Month, the good, the bad, the ugly, but then also because hockey's gonna hockey, goalie interference. And I have a fantastic quote from Abby Levy, who did get the overtime shootout win. Mind you, stopped Marie-Philippe Poulin twice in the shootout. And she had a really interesting quote about getting used to some of the new rules. So many people have been focused on the hits and fighting and open ice hits and all of that stuff in women's hockey. But I think she mentioned a rule that I honestly hadn't even thought about and that she herself said she'll have to brush up on so she knows what to expect. So that's coming up on tomorrow's Women's Hockey Spotlight. I'm so excited to bring you some of that behind-the-scenes action. Like I said, I spent pretty much all day in Long Island yesterday, so I've got some good nuggets for you. That's coming up on Locked on NHL. But before we get to that tomorrow, it's a game day tonight. The Vancouver Canucks coming into Climate Pledge Arena and the Seattle Kraken are looking to continue their point streak and hopefully get something done in regulation. I gave you the notes. 
I gave you the quotes. I gave you the stats. I gave you the facts. That means you should be ready to hold fast, stay true, and stay loud and proud tonight. Let's go Kraken. Before I send you off to Locked on NHL and Locked on Sports today, remind a reminder to be kind to yourself, be kind to others. And my name, of course, is Erica L. Ayala, your host of Locked on Kraken, and I will catch you on the next episode. Peace out, everybody.